Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Addiction? Yes, prediction. Pain. Are you ready? I think what's the corner riding? <laughs> Obviously, you're a little, you know, uh, aggravated by the, the line of questioning regarding Canelo. I don't want to touch this, you know, dude is so bad. You know, I don't want to touch his name. Oh, I'm working on being the art of humbleness. Can you be with me? That's the reason why I'm crying, because I'm not that person no And I miss him. But sometimes I feel like a bitch. I don't want that person to come out because when he comes out, hell is coming with him. And it's not funny at all. It must sound cool. Like I'm a tough guy. It's just that I hate that I'm scared. It would be awesome to, you know, be being a great war. Maybe, maybe we were a Mexican. Oh! <laughs> I have to put the jokes. No, no, hey. Thank you. Thank you for playing, man. I appreciate you. Can't put predictions, man, but I definitely don't want to leave it to the judges. Saludos, saludos, saludos a todos. Buenos días. Good morning, everyone. El programa número uno de los domingos. Breaking it down like it is, like it should be. We are. Longly Boxing and Vivo Podcast con Manny. Siempre en Vivo Marrero. Son el gringo Hicksa. Ah! Hopper. Sunday morning recap. Great boxing cards last night and we're glad to be back. Yes, we are the number one uh, Sunday show in the morning. Get you all the details of what happened throughout the weekend in boxing when we have a show. And we're excited. We have a show today. Aren't we, we have a show, man. Man, feel good. Oh man, saludos, saludos. Bruce Goss, no break. Salute, brother. Man, saludos. Cano Loco, the source in the house. Here we are, back again, my friend. And nothing like recapping a little. Afternoon delight. You guys have it, I think. Afternoon delight. Mm, our favorite man feels so good coming down so like what Whoa. amazing hey yo. we're talking about boxing we're talking about boxing oh, okay, okay. man so what were you thinking boxing i was talking about <laughs> man. oh man like that rain that rain down there is, is, got it's a raining bit. a lot man the tendonator is back <laughs> so here we go. We had an amazing fight that a lot of people didn't expect to be amazing. A fantastic mm-hmm. performance by um, Arturo Betabeev or Aturviev, however you say it. He's a bad motherfucker. Oh, and, uh, Anthony Yarde. Holy crap. I got to give a lot of props to him, first of all, first and foremost. He really exceeded my expectations. But we can talk about exceeding expectations what does it actually mean if the results ended up how people thought? Mm. But at the same time, you got to give credit where credit is due. Right. For me, I'll just go ahead and say he looked a lot better. And I love when I see improvement. He looked better than when he fought um, in his last fight. Um, so, you know, props to him, um, you know, when he fought Kovalev. You know, so I saw a lot of improvement, his movement. Um, he's got a lot of skill, man. Um, you know, he got some good... Um, you know, movement as far as like that uppercut he had in the second was nasty. Uh, he showed some great athleticism. Um, he showed a lot of mistakes, too. Uh, <laughs> as far as like, man, he got on the real ropes a lot. But a big part of that was our true better be. But without further ado, let's get to it. Hopper, what's your thoughts, brother? Oh, man, what a fight. Actually, uh, I was thinking Bieber was going to knock him out kind of early because we've seen how how Yarde uh, performances stacked up against, uh, you know, recently he already had two losses, one's against Kovalev and the other one. Um, But no, man, Yard surprised everybody. I think he, I think what you said is uh, how can you exceed expectations if if the result ends up being what we thought it was going to be? I think this is the exception to that rule because Yard put on a hell of a performance. I'll definitely want to see him again. 
And uh, I think uh, I've been saying on social media, oh, Peter Beef, uh, Father Time's undefeated. Nah, come on. Let's not discredit Yard. Let's not take away from Yard and, and start making excuses for Peter Beaver why he looked like that. Yard made him look like that. Um, it was a highly, it turned into a very highly skilled slugfest. They didn't throw complete caution to the wind because they were still trying to set up punches. They were still fainting. It was still a highly skilled chess match, but it turned, it was brutal. It turned into i I'm going to knock you out or you're going to knock me out. And, uh, Beater Beef, that short counter right compact punch, man. He had just missed with it earlier. And uh, he was able to catch Yard as he was coming in a little too wide. And right down the middle, Beater Beef landed. And, that, I mean, that's all she wrote. But credit to Yard, man. He he put on a show. They both put on a show. Uh, Beater Beef's face was was uh, touched up. You can see all the blemishes that he had. Yard, Yard obviously, well, he went down. and But uh, he gave a good, a good account of himself. He has nothing to be ashamed of. Went in there, it was 18 to 1 odds at one point, and uh, put early early candidate for fight of the year in my eyes. I mean, the boys guys were going at it. Yeah, man. Um, I, I like when the fight is over and after the fact, people are excited. You know, they talk about what yeah. happened in the ring, not outside the ring. I mean, of course, people, are, you know, because it's boxing fans, that's what we do. You know, so what's going to happen next? But they were really within the moment. And when people are really within that moment and appreciating what just happened, that lets you know how fantastic it was. Uh, quick shout out to our brother. Team Batman Boxing, superb fight. Hey, that's a good name. I agree, man. Batman Boxing, man, love that respect. Love both warriors, oh, absolutely, both man. Warriors. Uh, fantastic, Manny, with that great background. Popilo Colasso in your mouth with stiff chat. Mm. What's up, brother? It's a good Sunday to smile. I'll tell you what, great, great day, great weekend for Puerto Rico boxing. And um, but not only that great weekend at all. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, conversations between everyone throughout this week has been how um, unevenly matched as this fight was. You already against uh, Bertabit, right? We we know Bertabit, unified champion. He's looking to get that undisputed status, possibly next fight. Thirty years old, just became thirty eight. So, is there a lot to him um, left? Can he? take a couple more, more big fights as he's been in the past. And so here's the thing. People thought, and like myself, I gave it a fifth-round knockout. Um, Bertaby, lately, it's been a slow starter. Um, he's known about that. But he, when he fought Smith, man, he was that was real quick. And that's kind of like the Bertaby that we wanted to see immediate action, um, you know, starting real fast and making sure that now he sets those little traps and you know that's that's that that's the that's the open door right to 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 go to sleep and um you know i think you already did uh, did what he had to do he did, had a great game plan he had to use his distance his jab um and of course he at times you see him take take some of those little risks and uh, and it was actually paying off for him um, but it, I think it was more about time that, had, uh, you know, throughout the fight that we see can can already really hang on to distance. And we know for a fact that, you know, the, as the more rounds go by, that's when Bertabit starts picking up a little bit. But, man, I tell you what, I, I found it at one point very difficult for Bertabit to pick it up. It was like nothing is happening. He was hitting them pretty hard at times. But I think the mistake was uh, uh, Yardy. And this is what I was talking about earlier is like, can you hang the distance um, until, you know, uh, championship rounds just by – you know, not pressing, but also just making sure you put them into the distance. And then, unfortunately, you're, you're going to be hunted. And that's the problem. That's the problem that I, I was looking at. And um, it was just a matter of time. He looked very exhausted. Um, you know, Yardi at one point. Yeah, that's, that's the thing with Yardi. He's got a lot of muscle. And that yeah, muscle is so hard, it takes a while. Against Kovalev. Yeah, the jab knocked him out, but he was more exhausted than anything. Really, it was it was his exhaustion. And the thing of the thing that was giving Beater Beef problems was Yard did a good job of being very uh, like not I want to say jittery, but just moving around a lot early right. on. It was hard. To, it was hard to get his rhythm, and that's what threw Beater Beef off. Because um, Beater Beef has has incredible punch selection. You make a mistake with Beater Beef, he's knocking you out. Right. I mean, that's what Joe Smith did. He found that out the hard way, and uh, Yard. He was he was he was doing a lot of moving around, a lot of jumping around early on, and I was throwing Beater Beef off his off his uh, attack, and it, it, he slowed him down a little bit when he went to the body, and that's when Yard kind of slowed down a little bit, and he ended up being on the ropes. Uh, but yeah, going into this fight, that was my one concern, man. A good point was uh, how's Yard's conditioning going to be because that's a lot of muscle, and that's we see lot. it with Anthony Joshua, we see it with some of these other guys that are just ripped. It takes a little harder in training to, to get that cardio up, man. Yep, and we know for a fact these are two great power punches, so, so we knew it was going to be a knockout. Um, I, I don't think I ever heard someone saying that Yardi was going to knock out Bertaby because I think we know for a fact it's it's you know what Bertaby is capable of doing. 
but also as well what people are really you know waiting waiting in is to get that undisputed status at the light heavyweight so overall for me i was uh it meant my expectations i don't have it candidate of the year i think you might have some of the fights maybe a knockout of the year starting right now maybe that could be the road to fight but and we'll talk a little bit more later on but 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 i, I think it was a great performance by brody i am concerned in the age i am concerned extremely concerned if we ever start talking about Bertabeep and B-Ball... Oh, we're going to talk about it story. in like two minutes. You yeah. want to talk about it? Well, oh, I can say something. Well, I can, sure, I can say... I can, I can initiate that and you, you you guys take it over. But honestly, what I did see yesterday, I think Yardi and, uh, um, and B-Ball, they have almost the same style. The difference with B-Ball is that he's not going to retract. He has the same jab distance. He sets you up and he attacks you and is very... Um, you know, he creates that urgency and very smart. I really something like that Yardi didn't do Rebro. because as you see, Yardi started pulling back, you know, many, many times. Even Birdie B did it. But he he's often been known doing that, that I'll hunt you, you hunt me. But eventually, I'm going to set you some traps and I'm going to get caught you on that. It's going to be difficult to get B-Ball to get caught up in one of those traps, especially if you don't retract. If you are the hunter and not the hunted. And honestly, if you think about if, if you look at what happened last night. Great fight, great performance, but Bertabee, but I don't think he can beat people. All right, so before we get to that a little bit further, uh, let's go ahead and get to these comments real quick. So shout out to Bruce, uh, uh, Boxing, Jazz, and more. All right. gas, no breaks. We saw blood, saw knockouts. We saw back and forth action. We saw a damn great fight. Damn also, man. shout out to uh, Danny PR78. Hey, man, up, Close. Uh, it was a really good fight. I totally agree. Uh, let's take a quick look, though, before we go any further. At I cannot believe my eyes. I can. It was a hell of a fight. Arturo Beef. he threw 334 punches, landed 136, 25 body punches, 41%. Man, I don't know about you, but that scares me. Like, if I knew in my life that happens and Beef landed 41% of his punches, I'm 100% dead. Uh, jabs thrown, <laughs> three out of fifty-two landed, thirty-five percent. That's damn good, man. For better beef, Jesus. And then the power, power is the great equalizer, the ultimate deodorant. And then when you're wearing and you got yeah, both guys. almost fifty yeah. percent for. But it's still look at yards. Not too far back though. Yeah, no. he, he really isn't. It's totally respectable. And looking at Very the rounds bro. breaking it down, uh, you know, better beef ten to yardage nine, uh, twelve to thirteen. Uh, you know, better be with 16 to Yardi's 10, where that's when it starts, you know, separating. But I I'll say, like, when you start seeing, you know, a separation, but when the fight got good, okay, so Yardi was getting beat down in that that fourth round. Yeah. He came back. He almost went down. Yeah, he came back in the fifth yeah. round, even though there was that separation, 18 to uh, better be 27. Uh, then it got close. Um, and it was pretty much close to the rest of the fight. But the difference is, you know, the punch landed by better be was uh knockout and I, I agree with the stoppage and i agree oh, with yeah. that being a, a very entertaining fight and uh, a hell of a fight you know fight of the year just the fact that we can make that argument well, so far yeah. Is, plus, yeah plus i think yardy yeah. we talked about that yardy needed to at least have more than 500 you know punches thrown to the fight at least to get a chance to be able to you know have an opportunity if it goes down the distance and he was he was almost there i mean to the yeah. down round 357 that's a lot and that's really good and that's very impressive so um it fooled everyone um uh, you know yeah. everyone thought that it was going to be over real quickly um but uh to be honest i mean we have we have to give it up to them and it wasn't as bad and as what people definitely. were talking about it and i'm and guilty of guilty. talking about that <laughs> uh, and yard and yard i feel that yard gained a lot more respect in defeat just by taking the fight and giving a good account of himself and i think hopefully other boxers take you know see that cuz the fans if you give a good encounter yourself in a loss, man, fans aren't going to rip you. Out. You know, fans are going to talk about what a great fight, what a great performance like we're doing right now. Uh, it's the fact when, when they're not willing to take these risks that, that kind of pisses us off. And look what happens when you do. Give a good showing and, hey, man, you earn a lot more respect than avoiding well, situations. Man. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so before we, you know, broke off and look at the numbers, uh, Hopper, I'd like your thoughts and kind of follow up what our brother Manny said. Brother Manny was saying? Yeah, do you agree? Man, this, is, this is crazy, bro. Like, we, we agree already. So, man, we've, I feel like we've agreed more right now than we did all 2022, <laughs> man, which is crazy. So, uh, I'm, I'm with Manny. I think Baval, I think Baval is just a little more down the middle than uh, than, than Beater Beef. 
um, and his mind, he processes things a lot faster than any normal human. And he's younger. He's, he's a little fresher. And come on, he beat the GOAT Canelo. I mean, you beat Canelo, then you got to be, obviously got to be a badass motherfucker. So, no, I, I'm rolling with Bivol. If that fight ever happens, Bivol and Peter Bivol just slightly, maybe a, 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 a 60-40 might be a little too much, but that's probably what I'm leaning Bivol to be the, to be Peter Bivol. Um, but again, man, if, hey, if, because Bivol's going to want to, Bivol's going to want to be at the distance. He's going to want to box. That's what Bivol's going to do. He's going to want to box. If it turns into a slugfest, well, of course, I'm going to favor Beater Beaver a little bit more, but I don't think Bivol is, 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 is going to go down that road because obviously he's smarter than that. So uh, what about you, Gringo? Which way which way are you leaning towards? Um, yeah, I'm going uh, to a better beef. What? Um, yeah. Uh, the reason the reason why is because I, I think that he doesn't get enough credit for his boxing, his boxing IQ. I think because he is so powerful and such a brute force, he's making constant adjustments. And I think that yeah. um, he'll make enough adjustments and cause enough problems and keep it close enough to where he can land a big shot and he could, I think he could actually hurt and stop him. I think he could. Yeah. Yeah. And no, that's fair. If he, he can hurt and stop anybody. I mean, he's 19 wins, 19 knockouts, and he's very polite. You see him in the post game, in the post, uh, post fight interview. The reporter, I forget her name, but she kept she kept pressing and prying and trying to get him to say something controversial. And he was like, "No, no, no, it's a it's a polite. I don't know who's gonna win. We need a fight." And he just he wouldn't take the bait, man. I admire that about somebody like that because, bro, I was like I was telling my wife, if that's me and they're interviewing me after a fight, man, I'm talking so much shit. Oh, f that guy. I will f him up. You know, I wish he, I wish he was here right now. I'll fight him right now. But Bader Beef is all way more classier than I am, I guess. So. No, no, uh, he's he's way more classier than me. That's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure, man. Shout out real quick to uh, Nano Yamas. Appreciate your brother. Saludo, salute everyone. JC in the house says, <laughs> "Yo, hey yo." Uh, Nano Yamas says that fight needs to be made this year. Bavall is going to duck better. Be come on, man. let's 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 take it easy with the ducking. I'd seriously doubt both these guys are afraid you of know? anybody, man. And plus, Bavall, if he gets offered the Canelo fight, well, he's obviously going to take the money. Uh, as as anybody should, you take that. You, you got to secure the bag, man. Secure the bag first, and if he takes the Canelo fight and gets the money in September, shit, I ain't mad at him. Go for it. That Beater B fight will be there, and uh, like, like Bob Aram said, probably looking like twenty twenty four. It all depends what uh, Canelo wants to do. If he wants to rematch him, then uh, I mean, are you going to be mad at Bivol for taking the for securing the bag? No, I can't be mad at anybody for securing the bag. Sorry, guys, I do your thing. Internet sucks. So, not sure why. But yeah, no, and, and oh, I, don't, I don't think, man, duck that. No, they're not ducking anybody. I don't think Bavall's ducking Beater. I don't think Beater is going to duck Bavall. If it can get made, it's going to get made. If yeah. it gets it. guys seem to be willing to work with each other. But I what? will say, that I'm, I have more confidence of it. Um, That's an interesting dynamic, though, as far as, like, you know, what is a duck? If it's not completely avoiding, it's just delaying to get another opportunity because they are prize fighters. Yeah, so, man, yeah. they gotta get the money first. Yeah. So I'm, I'm I gotta, on- what about you, Manny? Would you have an issue? Because uh, read the comment. Can you read the comment to uh, Manny? I, I think he missed it. He yeah. said that uh, that fight needs to be made this year. Bivol is gonna duck Beater Beef, and my counter to that was, well, I mean, if Bivol might be offered a bag to fight Canelo, and if he does, shit, take your money, bro. You gotta make your money. You're you're in boxing. It's the most dangerous sport in, in in the world. So ain't nobody mad at him for taking Canelo. And if the Beater Beef fight happens, it'll probably happen next year. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree, man. I think right now, if you think about it, a lot of these um, boxers, first of all, um, you know, what they want to accomplish is is they want to be world champions. And, and once you, you do that, okay, um, you know, what's next? Uh, some want unification, some want undisputed. But at the end of the day, you're unified or you just have a champion, whatever it is. And the money is not there. It does not. Complete it's like a bad taste your in your career. Mouth. It's it's like I want I want to be able to taste that, and I think Bivol did that right. So he had the chance. Anyone that fights Canelo makes over five million. You're gonna get money, guarantee, bro. guarantee. Money so exposure. You, you're telling me that you beat the cash cow. You have an opportunity to be undisputed and make three times less money if you go back and take another Canelo fight, or if you decide to go to Burdabit. But on top of that, and it looks like. You know, Canelo's going to invite him to his house. Going to invite him to the one sixty. Make some more money. Um, you know, make more money and have an opportunity. Well, one one sixty eight, may have an opportunity to be undisputed and make more money. Is that ducking? I mean, come on, that's that's, 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 that's just taking advantage me, of his career. Just taking advantage of like you know his youth. 
uh, his talent, and this is the opportunity for him to do so. Benavides is dying not only to fight Canelo, but he's dying to make a big payday. Everyone that's calling Canelo wants a big payday. Come on. There's, Come on. The, Give me a break. Yeah, there's only been one person to turn down a Canelo fight that we know of, and that's Jamal Charlo. Jamal, so, Charlo. And, uh, and even his brother. And, and the thing is, that. we know for a fact that this is this – is, this is, yeah, call it like it is. Canelo's got an ego. He is – he is uh, – he's the man. He's – what Canelo wants – Canelo gets that defeat was soured. He can't get over it, and because he he's Canelo, him. he's gonna get it. And B Bull is going to take it. Hell yeah, it's take a while, That's... but he's gonna take it, man. Come on, dollar, dollar bills, no brainer. Y'all. No brainer. <laughs> now, the thing about it, the positive of this, it's a win win situation for a ball. You make money, you go to try to be undisputed, you lose on a lower division. Guess what? You, you go move back up. and, and now fight you Ah, come on, man. It's come on, man. That's a, that sets a great position to be in, absolutely. absolutely. No, no, definitely. But yeah, it's an interesting conversation. And it's it's one that is good to be having this early in the year because that means some good fights are definitely to be had. Got to send a shout out to our man, Puerto Rican Rum in the his house. Salute Hopper, Manny and Gringo. Much love, brother. Appreciate you so much. JC says with confidence. Whoa. It like a duck. It's a duck. Damn, brother. Quack, quack. Damn. G Why? Salute, brother. Why, brother? Money, man. Man. Why a duck? Pluto. How about the money now, man? I think. I mean, wouldn't you wouldn't you agree if, if you have the chance to do it? I mean, no, there's no ducking on that. Yeah, I tell you what, what we saw last night, we did see a lot of uh, I don't want to say um, you know, mistakes or weaknesses from Burdaby, but we did see aging taking a toll. And although you're good at what you do, come on, give me a break. He's the got the biggest opportunity right now to make the money and then he'll come back to the ball. I mean, he'll come back to Burdaby. And probably it'll be Burdaby's last fight. Who knows? Come so on, 30 years old, it's not, it's, it's as a boxer. No, I, I'm with you. And I, I don't want to come across as a, a Baval apologist, but you know, I'm just going based off the facts. And I, I do totally respect what you're saying, Nando Yama. So you said Baval and his team had to be forced to fight uh, Zordo. Come on, open well, your Yeah, eyes. that's called, that's called enforcing your mandatory position. Exactly. Zordo has been What's in that the mandatory position. wanted for? to enforce it. And exactly. they were trying to go around it and try to fight somebody else for some money to stay busy fighting. And Zordo said, no, he wanted, he wanted the opportunity and he got, well, let's just say he came up a little short against Bivol. So, absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, you know, again, great stuff. Um, I, I'm going to go ahead and say I'm sure it's going to be controversial. It's going to get me oh. tagged in the comments, but I'll go ahead and say I was so impressed with Anthony Yarde. Eh? Get ready that I'll go ahead and say that um, he's the third best guy in the division. Mm. I don't know third. I don't know, Gringo. I don't know third, and I'm going to tell you what. I can't follow you there. You're my boy. You're my road dog. (laughs) I mean, he demonstrated demonstrated a lot in there. I'm going to tell you something. We can switch switch to another topic. Number one, Burnaby. No, 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 no. no. Wait, wait, wait. wait, hold on. Hold on. Number two, Bebo. And the person who's going to pick up the scraps and is going to dominate the 175 pounds, his name is Joshua Buatzi. And I consider him three above Yardi. And a fight with him will be great because that will definitely solidify that. Although, yes, Gilberto Ramirez is still there. And Caleb yeah. Smith. Remember, guys, Caleb Smith, Smith was, Josh Smith Pascal. I mean, you still got some pretty decent guys there. Yeah. Well, we got a lot of gatekeepers there. But what I'm saying is yeah. um, some of the guys that have a legitimate uh, opportunity to, 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 to run for the title after these, uh, at least after Burnaby is out, right? It'll probably be Vival. Don't know if you will ever move up or not, but what's coming behind it, um, it's very interesting. But right now, oh. Yardi, it is a very good um opponent for those who are actually moving up. Oh, but guess what? I'd love to see a Yardi. Yardi versus Surdo. Or Surdo. Yeah, yeah. great chance for him. That'd be a fight. Yardi versus El Surdo Ramirez. Make that fight happen. Oh, Marlin. Yeah, and then and definitely, I mean, you know, Zordo, you know, he's all about the, the Benjamins too, right? Chasing the bag. If you fight, if you take that fight in the UK, you're getting crazy paid. You're getting money, bro. Zordo has fans, man. Yeah, he does, as he should. And like, I'm a fan now. I'm not yeah. like juggernaut fan, but like, I'm, I'm a fan. Joshua Buatzi, <laughs> remember that name. All right, got you, brother. So, yeah, Nando Yama says, put some respect on Anthony Yarde's name. Put some uh, respect on his name, Manny. Yesterday, so we got respect. I agree. Yep. <laughs> totally, a hundred percent. Yeah, Zero Yarde um, is tank warfare. Totally oh, agree, man. <clears throat> so, our brother Hopper said he said uh, he's want to say it with his chest. He got something you got to say with his Bro, chest. Yeah, you guys doing? What's up, bro? Hey, what's right up, now. champ? How are you, man? What's up, man? I got something to say, man. We had an early candidate for fight of the year. 
But we also have an early candidate for robbery of the year. I mean, that, that shit was embarrassing. I and mean, I'm talking about in the same fight card for B2B Viardi, I'm talking about the Artem Delakium, uh, David Jimenez decision, which was just, my goodness, that's atrocious. And I'm talking to you, judges, Bob Williams, Howard Fast, Foster. You guys scored it 115-113. Steve Gray had it 116-112. What in the world are we all watching, bro? That's just Man, it was horrible. David Jimenez right now should be celebrating on his way to Costa Rica with the with the belt. And uh, no, they gave it to the wrong guy. And um, Andre Ward and Timothy Bradley, they were pretty upset about it as well. And but nothing happens. Nothing's gonna happen. It's just another one of us. We're gonna come in here again, talk shit about the judges, and nothing's gonna change because, uh, as Ward put it, the people in power, the, the powers to be, they like it this way. Their guy gets the money. Their guy gets the nod. And uh, it's embarrassing because David Jimenez, now this this could have changed his life. He should have been the champion right now. He would have been paid like a champion on his next fight. The networks would have been calling for him. Mm-hmm. And now he goes he goes back to square one. He's going to try to have to put himself in the mandatory position. So these robberies hurt careers, uh, not just the fighters, but everybody involved with that fighter. And it's just it's embarrassing because this one was this one wasn't even close. Like, there's nothing you could say that Arndelakium did better than the David Jimenez yesterday in that fight, other than maybe uh, hold or clinch. That's probably that's probably all you could say. And this one was this one was bad. The uh, uh, or I mean, uh, top rank. I don't know how much play they got over there in the UK, but this one this one was bad, man. This is a really bad robbery. I was embarrassed for it. I felt bad for David Jimenez, and it it pissed me off, man. It's just, man, it's not gonna stop. Yeah. And, uh, and, and interesting enough, we, we criticize him a lot. <clears throat> and yesterday I was thinking about him. I'm, I'm just glad that I don't have to hear Bradley's, um, you know, voice when on the, the zone car, right? But he was, Bradley was criticizing, well, not criticizing, but he was saying throughout the fight, um, you know, this kid from Costa Rica has got that. And yeah. so, um, you know, he's got the lead and, and, and he's looking like he's going to win this fight. And they just took it away from him. <sighs> It was shocking, man. It was embarrassing. It's just this is the kind of black guy that that stains our sport, where people can always look back and say, "Oh, well, the winner sometimes already penciled in." Like my brother uh, Gringo says, the card was filled out the day before, before. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's bad, man. This one was bad. Judges Bob Williams, uh, Foster, Steve Gray, you guys are embarrassing for the sport. I hope you guys never judge another championship level fight. You guys need to stay home, or, or no, you guys need to explain yourself to 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 somebody, to us, to the fans, to everybody. What the hell did you see? Why did y'all score it that wide? Uh, no, this these guys need to be held accountable. Man. Oh yeah, yeah, man. And I, I get carried cut out, man. It sucks, but it's fine. It's good. We're all good. But yeah, you you're right, Hopper. I think this is uh, continue to leave a tower taste on you know some of these guys that are working so hard and they're making think, it. In my statement earlier was yeah. like Riley was saying these guys, this kid's got came in the flight and he's actually leading the, the fight and he's being the aggressor, taking being the, the champion, technical everything. He you know throughout the fight and all of a sudden you look at one fifteen, one thirteen. Good. I mean, the kid got it. 116, yeah, 112, bro. 116 and 112. That's, that's pathetic, man. And I'm no judge. I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm just a casual, right? That I kind of like. You can sport. play a judge, though. And I had, but I can't play a judge and I can play that <laughs> one, too. And I guess if I'm a judge, I'll probably do a little bit better than them. Oh, no, you'll, you'll I don't do a lot understand. better, man. I trust your scorecards. Yeah, I, I definitely do as well. But it's one of those things where, I mean, I, I hate bringing it up, you know, but it's, it's one of those parts of the sport. That is ugly. I mean, we've seen it so many times. <laughs> All right, it now. was fugly. It was fugly, Sean. <sighs> Even Drew Carlos up that fight. But <clears throat> I digress. Um, if you don't mind, let's let's go ahead and get to uh, some more action because overall, it was very entertaining. The afternoon delight did not disappoint, and it rarely ever does. I mean, what a way to spend an afternoon, Love if you it. know what I'm. So um, we went to the. Evening time, time. Ooh, the zone, the zone. All right. So, um, tell us a little bit. Is there anything that you want to share? I don't know. You can I don't all- think so. I don't think he does. Let's just move on. Yeah, there's no sense to bring up the undercard there's at all. Nobody there, nobody on the undercard. Alexis nobody, 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 nobody. Oh, all right, so we got to give credit where credit is due. Our brother's been talking about this guy since the 80s. Uh, he wasn't even born yet. Before he was born. <laughs> before he was even thought of being born, before his family even met. Um, but no, seriously, um, Oscar Popilo Colasso put on a hell of a performance 
I'm not going to even pretend and uh, fake the front. I only saw the, the knockout portion. I tried to get on as quickly as possible. Same here. I, I turned that. it on right when he knocked him out. Because I knew Manny would get mad, but Manny's always disappointed. Manny's always he wasn't mad. even responding. No, I'm like, you guys are not watching this? You got to watch this. This is. Oh, no, I turned it on, bro. I turned it on right as uh, our movie was ending, and I put it on right, in, right as that fight was uh, winding up. And I'm uh, glad I turned it on because I saw the hell of a knockout. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let, me, let me go ahead and see why Papilo get knocked out. And I was like, oh, no, he's actually. Now, this is what I was thinking in my mind. If you listen, hell. Now, I, I wouldn't wish that on uh, Popilo Colossal. No, we're actually big fans, big supporters. I would. And, but we're not, no, yes. No, I would. No, but we don't want to steal any more shine than we already have. Manny, you have the floor, sir. No man, it's a it's a beautiful boxing man. Um, since got signed out by by Cotto. Um, it's been it's been an amazing career for him. Six and zero. Oh, you guys were kind of against me when I said he's going to be the youngest guy that's going to probably capture a title. Um, you know, world title. You guys go, oh, he's going to get three, four fights. You know, he beat a very um experienced big saludar. He was supposed to actually be a mandatory at the WBA against Eric Rosa. That never happened. So. He's now at the WBO, and then, then he goes. He was supposed to go against uh, country MVP Dome, and MVP Dome then suffered uh, a back injury through um, um, throughout the training camp. Which, in fact, I'm glad. I just hate to see some of the you know good 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 countrymen fighting each other, which is great. I, it's no problem. It brings rivalry, but it brings excitement. However, last night his replacement, I mean, not other than Judiel Reyes, you know, a guy that uh, has proven himself. He's got an opportunity to be able to be number one with the WBO and um, he looked okay at the beginning, but let me tell you the footwork from Coyasso, the stand, the, the way he moves around the defense, he is the complete package. I know at the minimum 105 pound weight and he got some pop. A lot of people was concerned about that. Come on, how much pop can you get at 105 pounds? But this kid has it and he's proclaiming himself humbly the face of Puerto Rico. And I do believe so. I do believe so. He will. He's got great opportunities to, Hey, to possibly maybe being a champion, undisputed, possibly maybe 105. Who knows? But the opportunity is there. He's got the heart of, of, of the fans in Puerto Rico. They believe in him. And everyone's really backing up, um, you know, his talent and the way he is progressing in the sport. Every fight is different. And every fight you can see the way he has works hard, trained hard, and is so committed um, to him and his people that it's just good to see this kind of stuff, right? So a lot of people don't pay any attention to it because they're all hyped up about the heavyweights and the welterweights and all that drama that, that you can't see fights. But these are the best fights that you can ever see um, in, in lower class divisions. And so excitement, um, great job, great win for Oscar Pupilo Goyaso. And I can't wait what the future holds. I just hope that the next fight, it is a title fight because he was supposed to have that chance for the WBA. But I know the WBA will take care of him. And he'll probably, most likely, will come in shortly on that. And we're probably going to have a, a new champion at the 105. Así que, uh, huh. huh. Who's out there? Bring it. Melvin Jerusalem. You're probably next. Or either Eric Rosa. Who knows? But at least two chances he's got to be a number one contender to capture a belt. So you haven't lost any enthusiasm. Yeah, you seem pretty. Yeah, you seem pretty excited, Manny. But I'm, I'm gonna have to. I agree with pretty much everything you said, except for one thing. When you say, "See, there you go," it gets you in trouble when you're claiming these guys as the next face of the Puerto Rico of Puerto Rico. When there's really only one guy already who's, who's, who's on, well, at least in my eyes, it's gonna be the face of the of La Isla, and that's Xander Zayas. You're right, you know, Oscar uh, Pupilo Colasso. I think he still got a little more to go. Uh, Xander does too, to be fair. But I think Xander's a little further along, and uh, Xander, Xander's special, man. But hey, shout out to Oscar Colasso, man. He beat up uh, a Mexicano, so you got one over on me, Manny. <laughs> no, but listen, you're right about that. But but what we're talking about is Xander's still in progress to be a contender. Um, Pupilo is already a contender, okay. And yes, you can't differentiate the weight classes because more attention's given to the higher weight classes Xander. than the lower classes. There's more competition on the 154 me. rather than 105. But the reality is, is this is the start of something special for the sport of boxing in Puerto Rico, which we only currently have one champion, and that's, you know, Gonzalez, Bomba Gonzalez. We need to start developing more champions. We need that to come around so the sport can get stronger and stronger. Now, we've talked about this. Who could be the next Puerto Rican champion? We're going to have a fight soon enough, April. It's going to be Subriel Matia, 140-pound IVF against Ibrahim Ponce. Jake Paul. 
against Jeremiah's policy. So, so what I'm saying is there's two big opportunities now to continue to build in other weight classes, create champions, and get that in that comfort zone for those big future starts to stop popping in. Sanders is more than special. We just want to leave him there. But yeah, this kid is ready. This kid pressure has been on that ready kid, since he won the Pan Americans in 2017. Since he signed with Miguel Cotto, we knew that he was going to be something special. And I tell you what, at that division, there's someone out there. They call him the mini Pac-Man. He's the WBA champion. This guy is really good as well. So there's going to be a lot of battle in between who's going to be crowned, whether it is unified or undisputed. But Sander, Sander, when it's his turn, is going to take everything over. But on the meantime, who's going to be the face? And I'm going to ask you, and you probably are not Puerto Rican, but you're a boxing fan. Would you rather have this little kid at the face or you want Edgar Berlanga at the face? Come on, Edna. I don't want Edgar Berlanga anywhere, man. Near. That's what I'm I mean, saying. He's, he's, yeah, yeah. Interim. Who no, are no, I think to help us guys, push and get that confidence on a me, from a, from a mega of boxing in Puerto Rico, having so many champions throughout throughout the, the entire time, and we only currently have one, well, two, female. No, but there's there's some there's some unique fighters, man. Subrel Matias, Oscar Carrasco, yeah. Zander Zayas. Yeah. Oh man, the islands got the islands got those guys. It's to, coming. To, to, and then just you know, hey, keep the expectations, you know, temper the expectation. I think that's what get, kind of gets him in trouble is that I want to proclaim in the next Miguel Cotto right off the bat and chill. No, 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 no one said Miguel Cotto. No one said Miguel Cotto. No face of the Miguel island. Cotto. Face of the island, I should say. He's the face of the <clears throat> island for the moment. So, so do, you, do you understand what a face means? It means someone no, that's being – no? I'm a Canelo okay. fan. I don't know what the face of, of anything means. So is Canelo the face of boxing in Mexico or is it Chavez? Mm. Chavez going to hate you, though. <laughs> All the Chavistas going to hate you. <laughs> wow. Bring us back to track, gringo. All right. So, uh, man, we got off track. So, Nano Yama says Xander looks small to me in the last fight. Still doesn't have uh, the man strength yet. He doesn't, but he will, and that's the beauty of it. Uh, but, <clears throat> excuse me, definitely too. Is he uh, fighting in uh, Tulsa? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's on uh, April, April 1st. right? Or April? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, April 1st. Yeah. He's on the undercard uh, with uh, Robisa Ramirez versus Dogbo. Yeah. Yeah, that's, we might we might make that trip. Man, it's looking like a real I mean, it's road trip. It's really yeah, looking, like, road it's trip. looking like a definite possibility. It's just you know, he's, four he's, hours. He's fighting here. Ronald Cruz, um, Ronald which is Cruz. a very experienced boxer, 18 wins, two uh two defeats. And so that's 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 another good opponent. And I tell you what, you know, uh, top rank's doing really, really good in matching home and getting them developed to the level he needs to be at the 154 pounds. There is no rush, guys. There is no rush. Let them keep fighting. Let him keep getting developed and watch and see how 154, it'll probably be his, I would say, in a year and a half or more. Because right now, Charlo's there until Charlo moves out. We can't be thinking about that. I, I saw her someone the other day talking, oh, man, Sandler B. Charlo's like, listen, man, just chill. Just chill for a little bit. All right. <laughs> you got levels. You got levels, but you got people who are actually breaking records through those levels. And that's Sander. But let him be. Himself yeah, and let them yeah, guide Jamel, him. Jamel's a dog, man. So Jamel. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Not now. Yeah. Not now, bro. Yeah, I, I. They're desperate, but not I'm, now. I'm, I'm big fan of Xander, but no. Nah. But no, nah, that Jamel smoke, not yet, bro. Not nah. yet. Nah, definitely. But we haven't talked about Alexis Rocha. Let's get to it. Because <sighs> yeah, you want to talk more about him, but we're not, Charlo. It's not Sorry, here. Charlo. Your time to shine is not right now. Not right now. All right, Rocha. Hopper, you have the floor, brother. So we know Man. that you're a big fan, but were you impressed? Were you? Uh, I would. I mean, he, he went in business as usual. This is what he had to do with the late replacement, George Ashi. Uh, from what they said, he basically got the call on Sunday as a late replacement, late filling, and you could tell uh, he wasn't necessarily as sharp. You could tell he wasn't peaking. I mean, he was in shape, but to be in a, in a main event fight, I don't think he. I think they kind of did him a disservice. He wanted the opportunity and he took it. So, but uh, Alexis Rocha did what he had to do. Um, handled up, took care of business, and now if uh, if you put one and one together, it's looking like him and Terrence Crawford are going to be fighting here in the not too distant future. Um, we'll talk about that one for sure. But Alexis Roaches did his thing. I know he's uh, he's cool with a lot of a lot of our our boxing media brothers. I know with uh, Stephen uh, Ringside Ruiz, um, our boys over there at the Standing Eight uh, podcast as well with Tommy Rush and them boys. So uh, that's good, man. You know, we're happy to see Alexis Rocha succeed. And uh, I like his little yell that he did at the end. Viva Mexico, cabrones! 
he took a little, he took a page out of, uh, yeah, well, pretty much Canelo. Everybody says that. <laughs> hey, that's one way to endear yourself to the Mexican fans is, hey, let me hey. shout out the country. But uh, oh, yeah. uh, uh, Brandon Moreno did that last yeah. week here, this UFC fight, which is pretty cool. So now Alexis Rocha did his thing. He did what he was supposed to do. He didn't necessarily, um, didn't necessarily think he was going to lose that fight by any means. Uh, uh, so he won. Now let's move on to the next one. Hopefully, I mean, I'd love to hear you guys' thoughts about Crawford. Let's hear about what Crawford thinks first. Like, you know, he thinking the big picture. Like, if I take a chance like this, I need to be getting paid as much money as possible. Just the, yeah, we, we we know that. All right, we so. know that Crawford. We All know right. that. Yeah, he's he's breaking down life again. But jokes <laughs> aside, hey, Crawford is the man. I know. I'll uh, give him a hard time, bust his balls. As far as like things that could have, would have, should have happened as far as career, but his career is what it is. And right now, there's a possibility of finding you know a young, hungry lion in the top ten, which we've been clamoring for. It's seeming like the lions, the planets, are aligning for these lions to come together. Man, I'm um I'm all for it. You know, um I'm all for it. And um, but as much as I talk about the young lions, but necessarily one of them. <sighs> Uh, I'm with you, Gringo. I'm with you. I'll, go ahead and say it with your chest, bro. I'll say it. I'll say it. What I do think you mean? Terrence Crawford is unanimous decision over Rocha. I'll go ahead and say it. I'm sorry. I love Rocha. He's, you know, it's the Raza. I'm, I'm gonna be rooting for you. But if I'm gonna if I'm gonna put money on it, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Terrence Crawford just you know comfortably unanimous well, decision. I don't see I don't see where where he could trouble Crawford. Um, I don't know. But hey, fights have to happen though. So. Yeah, I mean, what the main fight we talked about to start the show off was uh, better Baturvia versus Yarde, and that one surpassed our expectations. Yeah, um, so. and it turned out to be an entertaining fight. Um, this one feels a little different, though. This uh, I don't feel. I don't. Yeah. Uh, and what I like about this, guys, is that um, we're we're kind of losing the big picture, but it's fine. I don't care to lose it. Which is don't say it. Undisputed, don't you dare say undisputed, it. Undisputed, undisputed at 147. And why are we losing that? Because now we have top <laughs> contenders who are battling against each other. And we've known now for a fact contender, the number one, Virgil Ortiz, number two, Boots Enos. What happened to Connor Ban? It's actually benefiting Rocha because Rocha lost against Rashidi. And that was an opportunity, a big opportunity for Rocha to step up. And that loss kind of put him back a little bit and then Rashidi loses to Romain Villa. So so that kind of opens up everything in the scope and the contenders, the top young prospect up. contenders going into the 147. And I still have a Virgil. Bootsiness. Connor Bain, I want to see how he gets away from that PED and all the you know, drama he's going on. But Romain Villa, Rocha and Rashidi are right there behind him. And I think Rocha has stepped up to that fourth place, even though he got beat by Rashidi, but he stepped up to the fourth place Winning last night, I, I I didn't know anything about I say or anything like that. I know he was very strong. I was really good, and he's got a great record. But there's no videos or anything. This was what a two week, um, a two week fight, something like that. He called him last minute, and um, you know he did great. He 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 maintained his rhythm. He was patient enough, and he knew he was going to get him caught eventually. And this is a type of boxer that that um. That that uh, it, it gets a lot of interest with with a lot of fans in the sport, and even Bernard Hopkins and and the lawyer said it. We got something special. No one really knows about it, but these guys know. And he did demonstrate it last night. Still, for so many, it's be a question mark because no one knew his opponent. But let me tell you something: if we start matching these guys up right now, and with the news that came in last night, and I think it was done on purpose, whether it happens or not, De La Hoya is sticking his nose. Not where he likes, but somewhere area, not on the white stuff, wow. but also to trying to make some wow. some some things happen right in the sport and shock the world by having conversations posted it online. Isn't it everything adding up together, right? And all oh, of a yeah. sudden now we got an opportunity, and it makes sense. And he's I'd rather have Crawford fight than Crawford fight someone else. For ten million dollars, that it, it it just did you see what I'm saying? Would but you I rather, want would you rather to, have? I want I this say, fight you... to lead to some better fights. All right, that's what I wanted to do. I don't want to see Crawford come in, win against Rocha, and then disappears and gets uh, the 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 son of a uh, of the dentist, uh, the son of the taxi driver. Now you know just for a tune up. That makes wow, sense. So I'm excited about driver, that. What were you gonna say? <laughs> now I was gonna say this is better. Uh, this is Crawford fighting a young, hungry fighter like this, like Alexis Rocha, uh, is better in my eyes 
than somebody fighting a, 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 an old one time a division above what, where, where they're where they're campaigning, if that makes sense. And I'm yeah, yes, no, I'm taking a shot at Spence and Keith Thurman fighting at 154. Supposedly, I don't know if it's done. It's not think it's a done deal yet. But Terence Crawford fighting someone like Alexis Rocha, who is an elite guy, is an elite level fighter. Um, yeah, that's significantly better than you know than whatever the hell Spence is doing calling, over there. And like calling. Nando said, let's give let's give credit to Nando said. You know, it does yeah. make a good point that um, Mean Machine and Jose Benavides gave Bud Terence Crawford a, a pretty tough fight. And Benavides only has one leg, and Mean Machine actually dropped Crawford. So, uh, yeah, that's that's fair. Um, that's that's fair to say. So, and one uh, thing to say about Rocha uh, Hopper that kind of validates you, you, your point in terms of like what's what's there in the the, the heart of a Mexican. Um, he gets better every fight, and every opponent is different. Yeah. And I'll tell you the casuals, or some of you that are experts, all right, I'm and you're thinking that Rocha should have destroyed this guy in in the Expert. beginning. That's not that's not that's not the case. You have got to get better and better with every opponent, and every opponent is different. And Rocha can do just that and not only that he's not afraid he's been calling connor ben for a while connor ben and rocha like a lot of people will come out here and say the same thing they talked about birdie even oh that's an uneven match he's gonna get destroyed be no. careful what you wish for because this no i don't i don't know i think that's a, that's a that's a badass fight especially if uh, with okay. connor ben probably won't be on those peds anymore so it's gonna be it'll probably be more even <laughs> but yeah. i think golden boy is sneaking in onto something special and i like that yeah. No, I, I like that, too. And, you know, for all the, you know, pandering as far as like, you know, wanting one fight or the other and, uh, you know, then asking for something like, oh, you know, it's not actually what I expected. But, you know, at the end of the day, if Crawford fights a top 10 young line coming to his own respect, I respect that. You know, not, it's hard to hate on that. It's hard yeah. to criticize that. Right. Even the, even the, and, even, and us, we're so tired of that fucking Crawford Spence shit. If he fights, it's hard to criticize that fight, man. Hey, stay busy. I, I, I moved on, man. I'm, I'm on to the top yeah. five contenders right now. And, 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 and Spence and, and Crawford are not there because <laughs> they're not contenders. They're champions, right? What did they do to you, Manny? What did the sons of Dennis do They, they, they you, keep man, me waiting man. and waiting and waiting and waiting. I'm on an age sitting We're down guys, in a freaking chair, there, and I'm not going to see that freaking fight. Teeth. I'm done. No, but it's, it's crazy that we were, things are lined up for 2023, the year we're in. It'd be pretty fantastic as far as like fights that are actually happening, coming to fruition that are actually on paper. Um, you know, a bad blood fight that's coming up between uh, 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 Lara. and Plant. Um, you know, so many oh. good fights. Oh, yeah, Plant uh, versus Wood. Oh my god, I can't, I can't. Lara versus yeah, yeah, I cannot wait. Um, so, Lara versus Leo. Oh man, Shit, next week we got uh, Vaquero Navarrete. Yeah, so it's these are fights that are actually confirmed. Manda Serrano next week too. Man, man, I know, I know, a uh, brother Manny's happy about that. Who so, are you going for in that fight, Manny? Which one? Amanda Serrano versus Erica Cruz. He's oh, not a big fan of undisputed. <laughs> next Saturday. Next Saturday. <laughs> next <laughs> Friday. El Vaquero. I, I El Vaquero makes for, for the good of the sport, right? Um, you know, and I know my Amanda has been very active. I, I just, I'm concerned a little bit that. She's too active, right? I don't. She didn't look that great in the last one, but I think right now the opportunity she's got not only to be undisputed and then have a chance to compete against in the rematch against Katie Taylor May twentieth in Ireland. Which, by the way, I am going to make myself extremely super available to be there. That will be a dream come true to me. Never been to Ireland, never been to Dublin, and what what a better way to do it to go out there, be the only Puerto Rican maybe standing in there, drinking my hands beer out there, and cheering for the sport of freaking boxing because the Irish Woo! people can really party and can really, 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 really love boxing. No, no, definitely, man. So uh, well said, and we gotta make sure to put a tracking device on our brother Manny when he goes out to Ireland because that might be the last time we Seriously. see that brother. Make sure you get that download on that WhatsApp because, man, it is Okay. So, man, this has been a fun show. Exciting. I'll just say real quick before I get into final thoughts is that, um, man, it's great to have you guys back with us and uh, excited to be back in rotation of doing these shows, man. 2020. We'll back next week. Too. Yep. So, Hopper, final thoughts. Oh, man, final thoughts. I got two. The month of February is stacked for boxing. Like I said, next week, El Vaquero fights Liam Wilson. Um, no son of dentists are fighting in the February, so we'll be safe <laughs> in that regard. But uh, then we have Serrano Cruz after that. The following weekend, Ray Vargas versus Oshek Foster, which is going to be fire. We have Lee Wood versus uh, Bronco Lara, the 18th. Luis Neri also makes an appearance. Adrian Broner, Subel Matias, Jeremy Ponce, Jake Paul. 
I don't care what people say. He's put in the grind. He fights in February versus Tommy Furo. Dude, February is stacked with boxing. We're going to be here hopefully to talk. talk. One more shout out. I want to shout out everybody at TTG Boxing, Coach John, everybody. I've been training there lately, man. They've been kicking my butt. So uh, shout out to you guys, uh, Coach John, TTG Boxing. Let's go. Put in work. I'll be there Tuesday. Oh, that's great. Is uh, is your son? That's where he trains too, right? Uh, no, I train my son. Oh, okay. Whip, my bad. I'm sorry. All right. So, uh, but no, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. So, let's hear the final words from Manny and Vivo Marrero. What's up, brother? Oye, oye. This is gonna be very exciting. Puerto Rico's got another chance to have a world champion, the IBF Junior Welterweight Champion of the World. Subriel Matias Fajardo, Puerto Rico, in la casa, listo, preparado. He's a tough son of a gun. He's gone through a lot, and no one really gives it up to him, but he has worked so hard. He's gone through so many things inside and outside the ring that this guy deserves a title shot. Not only a title shot, it deserves to be with a great opponent as Ponce. Fight has been suspended, canceled, moved back and forth, whatever, visa, non visa. Guess what? It's set and done. We are ready to be crowned another champion that'll make it two. Let's keep rolling and vivo, puñeta. Oh, my God. Wow, how can I top that? I can't. Uh, but I will go ahead and give a shout-out to our brother from another mother, Puerto Rican rum. I'm really looking forward to Virgil versus Danionis. Man, they did yes. put that on the calendar. That's going to be a hell of a fight. Man. And so hey, excited about Texas that one. Too. Let's go. Probably yeah. Frisco. Man, Texas? I cannot wait. Man, I cannot wait. You coming up here? Sean is here? Yeah, man. Um, I gotta ask uh my bank account, but I'll definitely see what I can do. Uh, but for right now, it's been a long show, brother. And uh, you know, I wanna go. Home. All right, yeah, I do yeah. want to go home. I'm already actually at home. We're actually at home, right? So it's kind of weird for me. It's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, but you know, uh, hey, that's where we're going Don't right think now. Think about it too much. Yeah, I'm all over the place, but I just want to thank you guys so much. And for helping us out. If you listen, help. I was before the show. We were like, you know, is anybody going to actually listen? And you guys came through. So much love and much respect. We'll be here next week. Can't wait. Next week, man, it's going to be even better or worse. Viva Viva la Mexico. Vaquero. Navarrete. Let's go. Long live boxing. You know, they're they're awesome supporters of of our show every Wednesdays. Please, everybody, go follow. We are. Live, ladies and gentlemen, como siempre, Mari Marrero. Sean El Gringo Hicks. Ah, Hopper. Hey. Always breaking it down like it is, like it should be. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.